Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. Triple M footy lives on listener. Replays, interviews, and the only place to catch every Triple M footy call. Oh, wow. Sunday. So often the day after the night before. A day to lay low, relax, keep out of harm's way. But not here. Rugby League's biggest names get busy right now. Something big is about to go down. This is Triple M's Sunday Sinbin. Oh, good afternoon and welcome to Triple M Sunday Sinbin. All thanks to the Footy Talk podcast. Footy Talk, your daily source for all things NRL. Bring you the latest news, interviews, expert analysis and better from the world of rugby league. Ben Dobbin, Gordon Tallis, James Graham, James Hooper. We're live from Suncorp Stadium. Uh, a very good afternoon. We've got the local derby up here. Dan Ganane will be calling that game. Titans taking on the Broncos. James Graham, good afternoon. How are you, my friend? I'm very well. Isn't it great to be here in Brisbane for the second time this week? Yeah, unbelievable. We will get to your performance this week. Uh, it was very special. Uh, James Hooper, a very good good afternoon, my friend. Good afternoon, the Eastern Seabird. How are we, mate? <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. It's a rare sighting. It hasn't been sighted this morning, but thank you. Thank you for bringing that up and humiliating me with one minute into the show. Uh, we'll get to you as well. Uh, Raging Bull, a very good afternoon. Gordon Tallis. Good afternoon, guys. It's good to be here, isn't it? Like a home game and uh, should be a cracker, actually. You just were talking to us a little earlier, and, and, and a big thank you to McDonald's, who are big supporters of Triple M Football, about yeah. the spicy nuggets. Now, you, you've consumed some this morning, I take it? Ten. Ten. How were they? Uh, they were outstanding. Yeah. I have, they were outstanding. I was a bit worried because spice sometimes gets to me, but if you've given them the tick of approval, yeah. I'm sure I can. No, that's why I I'm come sure. in so happy because <laughs> I was running late and I thought, you know, sometimes you get to a stadium and you can sit here and I thought I'm going through Maccas. Yeah. For the second time. I today. went through drive through as well. I, <laughs> I had I, breakfast I, through. <laughs> I have to admit that I went through there as well. Uh, this Did morning. you? Yes. Hold I on. Big, I, <laughs> Hold on. Is on. this part of the triathlon program? We're going to unpack that a bit later. We're going to I think he's pulled out. No, <laughs> hey, 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 there's been no, hey, hey, there's no quitting, mate. I am doing the triathlon and I'm preparing. You're going to say there's no quitting in you? Is that what you just? That's saying? exactly what I said. Yep. So shut up. Anyway, uh, Saturday's rounds. Let's get through it. Uh, Parramatta too good for the Dolphins. Forty-eight points to twenty. It was a better second half by the Dolphins, but the damage was done. Parramatta were looking very, very good. I don't know who drew a line through them a couple of weeks ago, but they're crazy, mate. They are absolutely <laughs> flying. Um, Penrith. They didn't have uh, Nathan Cleary or five of their Origin players. They were still good, too good for the Knights. We will unpack that as well. And you would think that Adam O'Brien will come under some pressure in the next twenty-four to forty-eight hours. And the Storm too good for Manly. Twenty-four points to six. Uh, but let's talk about the biggest issue going on, guys, and let's get straight into it. It's Ben Hunt, the Ben Hunt saga. Yesterday afternoon, it was reported um, that Ben Hunt looks set to ask for a release on Monday. He's having a meeting with St George, and the Broncos were the unlikely suitors. It looks like that he will, if all reports are correct, head to Brisbane for the remainder of 2023 and then sign a deal with the Gold Coast Titans. Hoops, I'm going to start with you to unpack this. This came out of a a bit of a shock, um, but the Broncos now look like this could really, really take place and it only strengthens the Broncos. Do you like it or you're not a huge fan of this? Oh, look, it certainly came out of left field, Dobbo, but it does make sense in that Initially, when Ben started rumbling about wanting an immediate release, one of the narratives was that he wanted to try and win a premiership. Well, now that it looks as though all roads lead to Red Hill, it begins to make 
perfect sense because Ben was obviously in that grand final in 2015. The Cowboys ultimately won the game in Golden Point when JT kicked the field goal. So there's some unfinished yep. business there. I think it's selfless from Kevy Walters, the coach of the Broncos, in that his son Billy is currently their number nine, but he's clearly prepared to put the team first if they can secure Ben's signature. From a St. George Illawarra point of view, I can understand the outrage amongst the fan base that they say, well, hold on, how can you let a bloke go from one of the worst clubs in the competition who are towards the bottom of the ladder and then he goes and joins, you know, one of the premier clubs that are a genuine chance of winning the competition. So I think there's still a bit to play out. Oh, there's uh, a lot to play. Well, out. Hoops, not, not, not only that, this is a guy that um, has publicly said he doesn't want to play number nine for the St. George Illawarra Dragons, despite the fact that that might be his best position with the squad that they've got. But hold on a minute. I'll do it for Queensland. I'll do it for Australia. And I'll do it for the Broncos. Well, it doesn't say much for what he thinks of the Red V, does it, Jimmy? No, but I absolutely hate this, guys. I've got to be honest with you. I can't believe that this is going to happen. I I really can't. I'm a Broncos supporter, as you you know. But you were in favour not long ago. I was. And I've changed over the last week. I'll tell you why. Jeez, you can flip and flop. Listen here. Listen here. Let me me give you my point of view. He's the happy meal at Macca's. Just gets flipping. Listen, I'll be honest with you. Okay, I want you to think about this. Ben Hunt, and I've look, I, I'm the Be first careful. to admit that I have been wrong in the past. But Ben Hunt signed a contract in November knowing full well for two years that Anthony Griffin potentially was under pressure, but he was happy well, to he sign asked for, it. He, he asked for a clause, he and he got clause. denied. He got denied. So he signs that contract. I don't like Ben Hunt leaving. If he's going to leave, I want him to see him finish off the year. I want him to finish the year at St. George, and then you can go and do your dirty work and go there. If you're unhappy and you want to move, I'll tell you why. That no, unless St. George, and they have, they have the, the, the deeds of termination, they have the, the power here. Unless St. George can get full compensation, and I mean a Blake Moser, a Dean Mariner, a Corey Pakes, some future signings out of Brisbane, why would you let him go to Brisbane? They've I know got, Brisbane got have got a, a place. I know Brisbane have got a place. They've got one ch- chance of this. As soon as they sign that termination... So why would you let three players go? Well, that's exactly right. The next well, exactly, well, that's exactly right. So Brisbane, I, I don't think this deal gets done for that reason. I, I, I don't like it. And also, as a matter of fact... Reese Walsh, he, he got low board when he came there. I think it's 450. So he's going to want an upgrade. Ezra Mam's going to want an upgrade. So why would you be doing for the sake of two months, three months, when you have got to look to your future? You've got to look to, we've got to re-sign Payne Huss. We've got to re-sign Reese Walsh. We've got to upgrade Ezra Mam. Why would you be giving that money to Ben Hunt? And it, they're leading the competition. I know that strengthens them. But they're leading the competition. Look, the, the, it's not like they're yeah. coming fifth, yeah. sixth. They're so leading the, the comp. There's a number of points here, Dobbo. First off, the Dragons, from their point of view, they have to win in this situation. They can't just let them go for nothing and not win. And they, they need to be the bad guys a little bit here and be like, 100%. no, no, no. We, 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 we don't lose here. We don't remain even. We win out of this situation. And also, you know, for, for the average NRL fan, does this pass the pub test? that Ben Hunt is leaving the bottom club to join the top club on a four-month deal. Like, come on. Does that... Does that? It, the NRL need to close this loophole. You can't be signing somewhere for four months then going somewhere else. If this was, you know, a, a two-and-a-half-year deal, 
maybe we could look yeah. at it. But the fact that yeah. it's a if four... If he's going month, there yeah. and that's the rest of his yeah. career, you go, yeah, that, yeah that, okay. that, that's fair there. enough. But, but, but this particular case, they, they can't allow this loophole to be, oh, I'm just going to go... Like, what, what's, what's stopping anybody uh, being just a mercenary and being like, I'll just, I'll just sign two-month deals wherever... This is the, wherever this is the drama if I you've don't got like. A, like a Sonny Bill Williams-style yeah. player who goes... I'm just going to go to the highest bidder for the next couple of months. Mate, the and, bloke and in the abattoir at Yamanto who hates going there, he signed a contract to, to, to actually sweep the floors there. I was speaking to a bloke the other day. He said, mate, I've got to do it for another 12 months. I said, why do you do it? He said, because I want to put my kids through school. What kind of message is this? You sign a contract, somebody at some point has got to be held accountable. Now, I understand this loophole, so it's Ben Hunt and the Broncos are well within their right. But at what point are players... And officials held accountable. You just can't walk. I have to work with Gordon Tallis every week. Now, that's not You're my favourite thing. No, it's no, not. No, no, it's hey, not hey, hang on, I'll hey. stop you there. He has to work with you. <laughs> okay? Yeah, you get to work with him. <laughs> no, whatever. You get whatever. to work with him. No, no. I told you, that's a revolver. <laughs> <laughs> Spin the wheel of fortune, You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Spin the wheel. You know what I'm saying? See, that works both ways. I get it. It's happened to me before where the club have given me the tap and said, mate, we can't have you here anymore. Thank you. Thank you, Jimmy. So, yeah, I mean, now so this it is, looks this like is... a Luke Brooks situation, right? Where like Luke Brooks gets shopped around every year. Yeah. So now it's on the players' side of the fence. So that's why it is such a difficult. So one. So do you like this deal? Do you like the Ben? No, Hunt? That, that, I'm asking. Twice that out a year. I know. The club showed spine. Different time. But the the argument, time. the argument, okay. the so argument you're making, Dobbo. The argument you're making is different. That's about whether a, a player should be allowed allowed an early release or whether a club can give someone a tap. We're not talking about this. No. This is about the fact that he's about to sign a four month deal. With a team that's top of the table, then go somewhere else, Dobbo. That, that we we can't we can't. Uh, well, if it does happen, they've got to close this loophole because yep. it just the, the, the punters are, are, are so off it. They, they're so off it. And from a Broncos point of view, they need to tread very very carefully whether or not this is the right thing to do. Oh, big what time. is wrong with their attack at the minute? What's Ben Hunt going to bring? Is it going to be too many high profile playmakers? When you look at the makeup of spines. They're generally not all top-level players. So your Reese Walsh could argue is a million-dollar player. Adam Reynolds, million-dollar player. Ezra Mann, up there, the top echelon. You don't... And then Walters, probably not. Now, is that the balance of the spine better overall than having all genuine superstars in that position? Or in those positions, rather? Jimmy, unfortunately, the way that we've allowed the rugby league contract system to evolve and unfold and develop is contracts haven't been worth the paper that they're written on for a long, long time. And you can go through whatever players. You were one example when you are at Canterbury-Bankstown. I remember it well. And you weren't the only one at that time. There was a stack of players who were tapped on the shoulder and told, listen, you are free to look elsewhere. We don't want you here next year. That's the reality of the business these days. Gordon, it was a different set of circumstances back back then. And you're right, the Dragons did show backbone and they did make a hardline decision. That was a very different Dragons front office and a very different Dragons management. And he was 21. He was 21 years of old. So, I mean, he had his whole career in front of him. Ben Hunt's 33, soon to be 34. Completely different set of circumstances. Yeah, and to your point from earlier, Dobbo, about the fact that you can't see it happening, did you watch the Dragons' performance? In Wollongong sure. on, on Friday night. Yeah, so, so okay. Well, look, you could see in that dressing room, right, it can't be easy for Ben having to walk in there. And, look, 
Ben Hunt, we all know him well. He's a rock solid style Proper of a bloke, bloke, right? So he, he's bloke. he's never going to let his teammates down. He's angry at the club. He's angry at the management and the front office of the club. That can't be repaired. That is absolutely untenable. I can't. I, I'd be surprised if he plays another game in the Red V jumper. But well, the Dragons need to get some compensation. Hoops. Absolutely, and, and, no, and they, no absolutely. question. They got to. They have to. To Jimmy's point, familiar. They have to get some kind of a win out of it, whether it's a transfer fee. You, you mentioned a, a number of players, Dobbo. That's difficult yep. because you've got to get. The, the players in the Broncos roster yeah. to agree to a, a, a short-term swap and, and all that sort of thing. But, look, unfortunately, you know, I understand people's outrage about handshakes are no longer handshakes. And to a lot of people, even in this modern world, they still are. They do still mean something. When you look somebody in the eye and you tell them that you'll do something. But in 100%. rugby league in 2023, we're kidding ourselves if we think those days are still alive. But for me, it's not about whether a contract's worth the paper it's written on or not. It's just we shouldn't have this possibility where a player can leave leave a club this late in the season. I think it's far too late. I, I never agreed with the Panga Junior going to Penrith. No. I didn't agree with the Nofaluma late switch last year. I think we're far too late in the season where it's now almost at the point where clubs are tactically setting up their season with money in That's the bank right. to go after players from the lower parts of that's uh, a really good competition. Point. So it's become a tactical play for teams to leave money in their salary cap and have a space Mel- on their have, roster. And have a space on their roster. It, I don't think generally it's not in the spirit of the game and not in the spirit of our competition that that should be allowed. And it's generally one of the top teams taking advantage of one of the weaker teams in the in, in the lower part of the uh, of the. But la- Ben Hunt had to say that he wanted to leave. He's been the one, Gordon, who's come out and said. I want to leave. Now, this... this. Um, I get we- it. Well, you, do you know what? Well, you just leave. Just go. Well, if you're that unhappy, you just got to go, don't you? Yeah, but... You, mate, you can't have your cake and then need it too. Like, if you've got money and you don't want to play there, just go sit out for the rest of the year. See, well, that, 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 be- that, that phrase with Dobbo has really rattled him. No, yeah, you no, can't, no, no, you can't have his cake and eat it. He, he's, 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 he's sweat, he's sweat, but he's like, what do you mean? I'm going to miss out on the cake. Is it cinnamon? No, <laughs> it's a cinnamon cake, I'll eat that. Right, so you say like that, if you're that unhappy, just don't play for yeah, that club. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. If you're that, but don't go, oh, but I want to go here and I want to go there and sort of rub their noses in it as well. That's what it sort of do you must like, feel like. Do you like, former Broncos captain, uh, legend of the game. Do you like this? How this is playing out? Well, I don't like how anything's played out in the media, right? Yeah, I'll like get that, mate. With Mitchell Moses, I didn't want to keep on hearing about it, right? So I don't want to hear about it. Just go get the deal done, right? There's a club that got a deal done over the weekend. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. But I just don't like. I th- I think it's a bad look for a fan. I saw a St George fan. They'll torch the joint. They'll torch the joint if it Benny. goes wrong with them. They, they, seriously, St George yeah. fans have every right. And I've been really critical and said, oh, the fans should understand. I was so wrong on that. I'm not backpedalling here. I was so wrong. I've had some time to think and, and I've spoken to some very influential what, people no, in the game. And, and they've actually... What did Wayne have to say, Dobbo? Oh, shut up, Hoops. Dobbo, you know, <laughs> you, have you done a flip or a... Th- I might have copped some threats. I'm just happy I understand now. that St George fans, I'm with you. I'm in your corner. You said... You said you've done a 360 on this. Yes, I have. Yeah. I have. I think Ben Hunt should stay and finish off the year. I, I understand he wants yeah. to go. I think you finish the year out. Well, I'm not getting... Yeah, go on. No, I was just going to say, because you've done a 360, did you knock everything off the table when you span around because you big belly? 
Uh, and you also, haven't started well. Three, you haven't started well at all. You said this on Footy Talk earlier. You said I've done a 360 on a situation. I think that's called an idiom because when you do a 360, you land in the same spot. Correct. So you're in the same position. The 180. Sit down, you idiot. The 180. Don't try and act smart. Don't try and act smart on radio, mate. Nothing to do your favours. Nothing to do you any favours. Um, now, listen. And sometimes when he does a 360, he can't stop. So it's a seven <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the momentum <laughs> We're going to take a break We're going to take a break Sunday Sinbin on Triple M Triple M Sunday Sinbin Triple M footy Lives on Lister Ready or not Triple M Sunday Sinbin You can't stop what I got yeah, welcome back to the Sunday Sinbin. We're live from Suncorp Stadium as we watch a game before the Titans take on the Broncos. St. Lawrence College, uh, Cooper Cronk's old alumni. St. Lawrence. St. Lawrence yeah. and uh, Villanova are playing. Um, two very proud rugby union schools are now playing rugby league, yeah. which I love the game. Confraternity Shield. Confraternity Shield, so... Uh, Ashgrave Maris playing that as well, and I bumped yeah. into the St. Brendan's coach that would have had all that, and all that's that. big Scotty Minto. Scotty, I saw him I saw him this week at the Broncos training. He was just taking yeah. around. James Hooper, James Graham, Gordon Tallis, Ben Dobbin. Uh, obviously, Wednesday was an unbelievable night. What uh, happened? Queensland won the start of origin, game two, and they were clinical. Yeah. Um, hoops, we talked post-match, and obviously I've spoken to all of you throughout the course of the week about this, but... For New South Wales, it's back to the drawing board. Um, I, I want to start. Is, is he done? Is Brad Fittler done as the coach? I know he's got to coach game three, but is it time to move on? Oh, it's probably a little bit early to say, Dobbo, before you go and play the third game of the series. Like, I think if they get, if it's a clean sweep uh, and it's as convincing as it was in game two, then I'm sure Freddie will be under the pump. At the same time, look, he's very thick with the boss of the New South Wales Rugby League, Dave Trotten, and he's got a lot of insurance in the bank from when he first began the job uh, and won the opening two series of his coaching tenure. So I think it's you, too you, early. And you make a really good point. No one's putting their hand up, right? Well, Baz has said Ricky Stewart. He, he's, a, he's a club coach. It's gone past that, right? And it's not about Ricky Stewart because when Paul Green, Lawrence Lancini asked me about that, what happens is your club's going to suffer. It's not, mate. Billy Slater has shown that it's a that it's a full time job for about twelve weeks, getting your getting your squad together, doing that. So if I'm if if I'm the boss of the Broncos or any rugby league club, and I'm paying a coach seven hundred or eight hundred, it doesn't matter. I don't want him to leave or he's focused to go for 12 weeks to focus on three games. It's just not fair on your current club. And there's no one like, there's Gus Gould, like the most successful New South Wales club. What? Where is someone putting up their hand? Well, got, what, what one, one suggestion that, that, that I think if um, Fittler has moved on would be the Johns brothers in partnerships. Now, I know yeah. they're not talking, but, hey, that's... They'll get back together that, that's, for the bro- That's brothers for you. And I think, you know, if you that look... Would be if, a good, if, that would be a very good if, coaching. If you, if you look at some of the, the problems New South Wales have faced in terms of their... And, and, you, and, again, this isn't about copying what Queensland have done, but you look at the connection to the community. You hear Billy Slater talk after the game. It's about, we're doing this for our Queenslanders. And Queensland really seem to buy in and believe and become a part of this collectively 
where obviously Sydney, uh, with New South Wales, there's more teams, more spread about. They don't seem as galvanised. The Johns brothers, I believe, would be able to galvanise the state and get the state and carry them on their back together. They've got enough experience in the game. They know the game inside out. They previously put their hands up to take Samoa. Uh, that didn't come to fruition, but I think if they, if they are going to move on, this would be the logical choice, or this would be the preferred option. You need so it's not necessarily about coaching. It doesn't seem that it's it's about coaching, about getting the stars on the field. It's about getting people behind you and on your back and buying into something. I'm not against it, Jimmy, but I think given Joey's already in there as it is, he's been the attack coach for all of this series, so he's been very hands-on at the mm-hmm. coalface in terms of the coaching that's taken place in this series. I think he's already gone on the record saying his loyalty to Freddie means that he wouldn't want to go down that road. But And when you speak about you know a coach who could come in and galvanise the state and get the supporters all back on the same page, well, Freddie did that when he initially came in there was a disconnect or certainly there was a perception that there'd been a disconnect because there'd been so many losing series and you know he did an outstanding job in in getting out into the community getting out into the country areas getting his head around where people were at and then you need to win and and he found a way to win the opening two series of his tenure he went extremely close to winning a third one that would have been the first time uh, since Gus Gould that a New South Wales coach had been able to win three series in a row but the reality is he's now lost three of the last four series and that's unacceptable for the millions of New South Wales supporters he hasn't had his Full squad either. Oh, but hang on, hang on, hang on. That's not a reason. Well, yeah, hang on, hold on. Hey, yes, mate. it is flip flop. No, well, hang right? on. Wayne Bennett won with Edric Lee and Corey Allen. Yeah, but oh, hang, sorry, hang on, hang on. You still had Munster. You still won with. Mate, you still had Munster. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. You still had Munster. They won last year without Munster in game three, mate, with Tom Dearden. I'm sorry. One game. One game. Well, game one this year. Game one this year. They didn't have their full players. Do we win game one without Munster? Who knows? Game, game on. <laughs> who knows? In that moment, no. But Tom Dearden might have stepped you up. You just said no. I don't think. You just said who I don't knows? know. I don't know. But I think. So that you said no again. I, don't, three times. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be using the excuse of he didn't have his full roster. Well, he Mate, did. You got the players. And you he got. Doesn't. You coach the players that you can pick. I'm sorry. That's he lost Tommy in the first like five minutes. No three. question. No Dobber. question. Three minutes or whatever it is. Uh, uh, you know what I mean. Gordy, I think there was there was some key moments across the series. Yes. Firstly, right, I think the selections of Tavita Pangai and Nico Hines for Origin One. Clearly, that didn't work. Tavita, in particular, I think that was a bit of a red flag for a lot of people because of comments he'd made previously about Queensland, and he hadn't really been on the radar. It, it was left field. Then on the field, you can go to when. James Tedesco was was beaten by Selwyn Cobbo in the opening game and, and didn't, like normally you would think Teddy would put his body on the line in, in that situation. It, it didn't happen. Selwyn scored the try. Queensland was beginning to get on a roll. Then Teddy got out jumped, right, by Lindsay yep. Collins. Yep, yep. And we've spoken at length about the fact that there were seven or eight Queensland jumpers in the frame that were moving up Chasing. with Cameron Munster, you know, and, and Lindsay Collins when they put that play on oh, yeah. and, and the New South Wales players at that point in time had stopped. That's Whoop. that's out of game one. Then game two, you can go to the injuries. The injuries were clearly crucial. Nathan Cleary yeah. and Appy Corrissau, they're two of their Absolutely. key position players. Yeah. Then Toby Turbo, right, in the opening Whoop. three minutes. But Damian Cook in the centres, Jimmy, 
a lot of people disagree with that. There were other yes. alternatives. Cameron Murray being left on the bench for 47 minutes. Nobody can understand that. Uh, the fact that the DCE tackle on Stephen Crichton, I think, again, wow. there was six Maroons jumpers in the frame nine. and nine. only one New South Wales. There you go, nine and only one New South Wales player. Yeah. Stefano Utoikamano played 14 minutes has only won six games over the, over the course of his NRL career with the West Tigers. I think a lot of people thought that was strange. And then the wingers with the Fox and Brian Toto, like they swapped them for the first game to where they would normally play for their club sides and they swapped them back for the second game. It all smacked of being a bit panicked and a bit yeah. reactive. And, and in reality, it reflected in how New South Wales played. Yeah, well, the, the, the selection side of things is obviously going to draw a lot of um, attention, especially with the benefit of hindsight. But, you know, to, to talk about um, the people playing out of position, let's not forget in game one, Queensland were not only down to 12 men, but they were down to, I think, 15 players. Ben Hunt was actually playing in the centres in, the centers in that game, but they still I think managed, was the other side yeah, the still managed to find a way. And then on that incident where Lindsay Collins outjumped Tedesco. So for, for me, you know, things happen in a game, but what it's important that you, you learn from that and you take messages from that and then you make sure it doesn't happen again. But then unfortunately in game two, if you watch Val Holmes' first try of the game, the opening try of the game, where Cook's in the centres, he goes up, Val, Val Holmes, does he touch it? No, he doesn't, but then does he ground it? But if Val Holmes isn't there, look at the amount of New South Wales players that are standing around and watching it, and who's there if Val Holmes isn't? Ruben Cotter. Yeah. It's yeah. another Queensland, and, the, and, and, and that for me is a bit of a concern where they've highlighted what was clear issue about numbers in the picture, being around the ball, contesting, contesting kicks, not stopping, keeping your legs moving, not stopping until we've got the, your job's not done until you've got the ball back, lads. You've got to keep moving there because you net be present for an opportunity pre uh, presenting itself. You might be needed. You might not be thinking needed, but you will be needed. What, what, what and, about? And, and they weren't there. What about Braithen Nasta uh, on 360? I think Luke Luke Lewis spoke about the national anthem. Yeah, that and was a really big so like thing. Queensland, that was a huge and like, can you always talk about bait? Yeah. He grabs you, right? Yeah. So Queensland was so tight, mm. and there was two New South Welshmen, Luai and Payne Haas, who were Just not bothered with their, their hands. Like I, 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 some, I sometimes did that what, when I was lining up for the anthem. Put my hand. I did. I had bad shoulders, so I couldn't get my arms around. Yeah, okay. I'd be sitting like so. I thought so I'd be tight. Is, I'd be in tight. The point is that. I'm like I'm not fussed on either way, but the two guys that happen to be standing right beside them are two guys making their debut. Making their debuts, and then yeah. they got two senior players that just didn't grab them in that moment. So I don't know, but that's my headspace. If yeah. I'm going to play my first game, and there's Mel Meninga beside me, and he puts his hands, or there's Glenn, or like you know, there's Glenn Lazarus, or there's Shane Webke, or there's someone, and they just grab their hands, or Kevin Walters, and they don't. It's sort of like yeah. they're not bringing me into the team. Maybe. You raise a great point. It? You raise a great point, Gordy. It was symbolic of the narrative that New South Wales played like individuals at, at times. They weren't as united as, as what the Maroons were, and, and the results clearly show that over the opening two games. <sighs> Can I ask you this right now? Do you honestly think that they have got Jerome Luai, to me, with the posts and all all the garbage that went on afterwards, and I understand that there's been it's since come out and there's been some. He believes that he's been given death threats, and no one would wish that upon anybody. I, I think that's disgusting. But is it necessary? 
Is the post necessary? Is Fox's post yesterday where he's had a crack at Reece Can Walsh? Can I just ask, how, he, does it, how does it stop the threats yeah. by keep on throwing petrol on the fire? Well, Fox yesterday having a go at Reece Walsh. Thing. Caught, One more thing, right? I had proper ones in my letterbox, so they knew where I lived, right? So That's a little different to a social right? media post. Right, yeah. so social media, can't you just pull the plug on that? Yeah. Can't you just turn it off? Yeah. All right. Can. No, no. That's the only thing I'm asking. Well, I, I, so like, if you get bullied bu- online, do they drop your own law? If you get bullied online, well, you can turn it off, look, can't you? Look, the, yeah, okay. the, 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 the social media stuff and the, the post of Jerome Luai, I think it was, you know, and he's since, you know, or, or it's come out yeah. why. But yeah. then you've got to explain that because that sort of cryptic messaging, it just, you know, people yeah. automatically go, hang on, is that aimed at That's me? what we're talking like about. Like, you, you put that, you, you get what people off What about Fox's that- message yesterday about Reese Walsh when he said he's boring and said, mate, you can cheer about winning Origin, I cheer, and he put a photo of him and Cam Smith up. Hoops, what? That, they're not even the same thing. I don't know what he's What's doing. I think, no, it's not I think, an apples and oranges argument. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I, and, and, and this Josh had a car, mate. <laughs> I tell you what, mate, his grandfather was an unbelievable boxer. He didn't go to the gym with him too many times. Look, I think... For <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he had a clean shot and missed by a foot. The yeah. Fox. Well, the I think, Fox, stay I think, on your wing, brother. I, yeah, I, we're going uh, to take a break. I, I think, I think a, a smarter... So, you know, I, I get where Jerome Luai is coming from. I think a, a smarter post uh, would have been something that... Uh, it's called The Man in the Arena yeah. by Theodore Roosevelt, which sort of basically says it's not about... The, you know the, the person in the crowd. It's the it's the person that's willing to to go out there and, and know it. victory. Or, you know, it's not about those people will, that will not know victory or defeat. Yeah. A, a post something like that would be a bit more meaningful. Would be a bit more connection with the fans. Would be a bit more of him get getting in this office yeah. chest uh, in a more meaningful way, well, rather than saying. Is like, he done you, though? Is we he guys, done? You guys we have go watched, to work tomorrow. We have watched. It happened right on social media. Anybody that's on, if someone's attacked or said the wrong thing, they screenshot it, put it up, block this yeah. person, even fake accounts, block it. So if yeah. it was that serious, block don't you it. go to the police yeah. with it? That's right. Isn't it in the police hands? Like something like, like, good yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, it, if it's a death threat, it's, it's a matter for the so police. So are the police looking into it? No. All right. I love it when Jimmy Graham gets a bit deep with that yeah, know, with the man philosophy. Just quickly. I don't like even it. know who he is. And in terms, of, in, terms of, in terms of the, the, the <laughs> supposed death threat, I'm with Gordy. Like, why wouldn't you either, if, if you're taking it that seriously, you've either got to go report it to the authorities. Or, or, or as you said, God, like, I, when I was on social media, I had people send me all sorts of stuff. Mate, you just ignore oh, yeah. it. Like, is it fair dinkum? Mate, I get the most I, racial I doubt shit sent, like, sent to me. I just laugh. I just That's like it. it on them. Yeah. Yeah, well, because you know one day, right? I don't laugh. Well, if it means that much, post it, post it and show people what they this said, bloke, and, then, and then it calls them out. I tell you what happened. This bloke was into me and he was faceless, right? And then all of a sudden I got onto his hat and I saw who it was. And I was doing the footy show for Channel 9 at the time and I noticed him in the crowd. And in the brink, I pointed at him. He shit himself. <laughs> so that's the people that post. He tore yeah. both hamstrings. So pe- <laughs> no, so they're the people that post. Like, yeah, but not, you know, mate, normal, normally a lot of the time it, it's disgusting. When they call me fat, I don't have a lot of comeback. I've got to be honest with yeah. you. And it, it's constant. Well, that's just honest yeah. <laughs> Anyway, right, we don't need bullying, to do that. Just quickly, feedback. I just want to ask you, Hoops, we're, we're going to leave New South Wales right there because there's so much to get through. Do they make wholesale changes for Game 3 to try and – start a new uh, and the beginning of something new for New South Wales? Well, no, listening to what Freddie said to date, he's just going to hold fire and, and wait and see who's available. So I don't think they do. 
No, well, time will tell. This is Sunday, Simbin. We're going to come back. We're going to talk Gold Coast Titans. They've got a new coach, Gordon Tallis. Put under the spotlight next. This is Sunday, Simbin on Triple M. Triple M Sunday, Simbin. Triple M footy lives on Leicester. Ready or not. Triple M Sunday, Simbin. You can't stop what I got. Yeah, welcome back to Sunday Simbin. Gordon, tell us, James Graham, James Hooper, Ben Dobbin with you. The game we're calling this afternoon, the local derby. Broncos take on the Titans. We are live from Suncorp Stadium on the eastern seaboard. As uh, we <laughs> unpack this, there's a lot going on. Oh. And uh, Gordon Tallis, uh, let's talk about the biggest story of the week. It was an origin. Oh, it was origin. It, no, well, it, it was origin until Thursday. And Justin Holbrook, the Gold Coast Titans coach, was sacked effective immediately and replaced by two-time premiership winning coach, um, former NRL player and a great friend of James Graham's in Des Hasler. Yeah. No one saw this coming. This was, and I will say hats off to the Gold Coast Titans, the way that they conducted this stealth mission was done without being played out in the media, and it happened clean, quick. I I feel for Justin Holbrook, but, Gordy, your initial thoughts, clearly you were aware of this. No, I I found out with everybody else, so that's... that's, um, I wasn't shocked for where the Titans are at. I think Justin's had enough time. It's his fourth year... um, Defensively, I don't think that we've improved. You you guys put a lot of shit on me about our second halves, and I don't think we've been improving. And, you know, just thinking about it now since Thursday, the thing that I keep on asking myself was, Justin Holbrook going to win us a grand final? And my answer was no to where we were. Um, he can probably go to another club and win one, but I don't think it was ever going to happen at the Titans. And you get someone like Des Hasler that is sitting there that's Gone to five grand finals. Every every club that he coaches seems seems to have success. So um, you know the the Titans want to play finals footy. They want to be up there in the finals. And I reckon Desi's our best option at the moment to take us to that place. Yeah, I think Dennis Watt, who's the chairman of the Titans, and Steve Mitchell, who's the CEO, deserve a huge rap. Uh, as brutal as it is, as ruthless as it is for Justin Holbrook. When you look at the raw numbers, his win ratio in three and a half seasons at the Titans is 37%. Now, if you want to be a successful club, well, that's simply unacceptable. Yeah. It's professional sport. You need to get results. Uh, and where it's really intelligent, the way that they've done it, is I think they had a look at all the moving pieces on, on the board and went, OK, well, if we don't go and act now... Shane Flanagan, who's another Premiership winner who was available, is now out of play because he's taken the job with St George Illawarra. There's now only a couple left. There's Des Hasler or there's Michael Maguire. So they've done their due diligence on both. They've decided that Des was their man. They've gone and got the deal done. It's incredible that they were able to keep this a secret, Dobbo. You know that there's there's very few secrets of this magnitude that remain under wraps. Uh, at this level. So uh, well, it, I think they deserve a rap for the way that they were able to get the deal done, execute it, announce it. Yes, it was extremely harsh on, on Justin Holbrook the way it was done, but 
sometimes that's how you got to do business. Yeah, I, I, I think it. I think it was harsh when you consider the timing of it. Um, he wasn't given any prior warning. He wasn't told about you know results aren't up to standard. That's I think, not right, Jimmy. He had a, no, there was a clause in the contract. There was a clause in his contract. But but for him, the, yeah, there was a clause in the contract about d- defense KPIs. But in terms of like, mate, you've got. You've got, you know, normally coaches get a sense. You know, no one's surprised by Anthony Griffin going. Anthony Griffin isn't isn't turning around and going, geez. Yeah, but that's only because it was played out in the media because he was reading about it. Yeah, but if you look where the Titans are at this year, they're still in genuine playoff contention. You talk about it all the time. There's three buys. That's not the real... No, no, but if you look... Yeah, I know. But but they're... They're at a six, six, you, losses, six losses, seven wins. So if they win today, they're, they're right in the mix. Yeah, I've got to be honest with you, though, Jeff. only four wins because of the no, three boys? No, no, no. They're on six, six, six wins and seven losses. I, I, I've, I, I was with you initially when I this, but I've done, made some calls and I spoke. Mate, I, I've heard from players and nothing against. I really like Justin Elbrook. Mate, there was some real things like turning up late um, to trainings at different times. And I'm being honest, like there was, there was stuff that – Non-negotiables. Well, that, then that's the that's that, the play. Justin Holbrook was yeah, turning a play. I'm hearing he, stuff. He I'm, was turning a play. I'm hearing or players were turning a no, play. And Gordon, am I wrong in in, in saying oh, this is some of the stuff know, coming I've out of the club? Been training a couple Do, of times. Dobbo, yeah, Dobbo, yeah. You, you you can't say things like that if it's not true because mate, that 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 really can't be. If if that's true, then yeah. But if that's not true, mate, you need to be very careful. Because well, I've just I've spoken to players since then who have. Have said stuff that I've and I like Justin Holbrook a lot. I think he's a great coach, and I think he gets another chance. I don't have a problem with the way they did it. I really don't. I will yeah. say this though: it's a result. Is Des Hasler, Hasler the right bloke? And I'll tell you what: I, there'll be Bulldogs people out there at the moment that say he didn't leave the club in a good state, and there's manly people I know that say that he doesn't. So, what, what what's going to be different? I'm being honest here. What's going to be different at I'll the time? You, you cannot you what, give yeah, him control. Right, and Jimmy Graham can speak to this because he played under Des. I'll tell you what will be different, right? You look at when Des first arrives at clubs, okay? So he gets to Canterbury. Bang, they were in two grand finals within two seasons, okay? And the season then before, he, they were ninth. Yes, they, they, right? they were ninth the season before he got there. Then when he gets to Manly, they're a rabble. They finish 15th, okay? He gets in there. Same roster that Trent Barrett had. Bang, gets him straight back into the top four. So Dez is a genius at getting a roster, right, and, and being able to find a style of play and tailor it to the roster that he's got. I look at the Gold Coast roster, I think it's a decent roster. That roster yeah, can j- absolutely play finals. If that roster s- secures Ben Hunt for next year, that roster's a red-hot chance So with Dez's coach. So I, I think that's what Dez brings, Dobbo. Yeah, but what about, I mean, hoops... Don't dance around it. The Bulldogs are still reeling. Yeah, but, 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 hang well, on. Hold on. But hang okay. on. Uh, let, let, me, let me answer that point. Let me, let me answer. Mate, there was cap. There's cap. When you, when Dez yeah. had full control and he was in charge, you know full well, Gemma, okay. and so do you, Hoops, yeah. that I clubs agree. are still I struggling. I agree. But, hey, where the Gold Coast Titans are at at the minute, would you rather keep going or would you rather have a shot at glory and deal with the ramifications? He won't have all... the same power then. Well, that's what I... You I, just saw it, the board, right? Yeah, I did. Okay. The, the board is strong. And you saw the foot, yes. But, so that's but, what happened. So, he, yes, so like it's not going to be back in the day where there wasn't people that... They're like, no, they're business people on the board, and I'm sure that but, it'll be a discussion. Yes, yes, Desi's going to pick his side, but it won't be like it has been in but, the past. But even for a club like the Titans, Gordy... Would you not rather go to the top and then crash? Yeah. 
and, and, and go on that roller coaster? Is that not sport? Like, yeah, the, the Bulldogs are, uh, have a bit more history than the Titans and they want sustained success. But for a team like the Titans that, you know, have flirted with the finals for a number of years, that, yeah, they were one pass away from going to week two of the finals a couple of seasons yeah. ago. For, for a club like the Titans, would you not like it as a fan and a member there and go, let's all get excited, let's, let's no, all I'm go excited. all, go I'm all excited. in. Yeah, go just... all in. And, and who cares about what happens? We'll, we'll dine out on this premiership with Des Hasler no. for years and no, years no, and years. No, hey, you're listen. building a longevity. And that sends clubs to the wall. No, no, so, no. Hey, so hold on, hold so, on. Well, that's garbage, All those clubs that are doing it now, right? You want the Bulldogs All those clubs that are doing it now need to grow up and fix it on the run. Don't start when someone leaves, oh, well, they've left yeah. us in a hole. That's rubbish. Well, that, that, they that's, fix it as it's going, well, right? So, then those guys, that has so those control. guys now that have got the knives in the back, right, they should have had the knives in his chest when he was there. Yeah, but right, Gordon, so that's rubbish. I don't fire their ball. Gordon, yeah, I, no, you but, need to have a strong – you cannot give Des has Well, that means that the control. ball's weak at the dogs. Clearly. Well, there you go. We'll blame them. Yeah. We'll blame them. Well, I mean, if you're well, going to... As a fan, them. as a fan, would you not Would you not prefer to, to go on a ride and then deal with some poor years of If the late? club folds or it, it, it runs wooden spoon up the wooden oh, spoon... Oh, they're not going to no, fold. No, they're but not, I'm just saying... Is you a drama the, queen? No, I'm oh, not. Oh, mate, you are. Yeah. Mate, seriously. Anyway, get him a so, tiara. <laughs> so, mate, those clubs that, that allowed it to happen need to look at themselves. Clearly, right? Anyway, so then, oh, so then, I'm going to give the coach every bit of power. Well, they he's have there in the past, win. Gordon. He's there yeah, to win. Of course, he's going to do everything. Dobbo, but they you were don't. The, they were the mistakes of the Bulldogs and Manly, and the Bulldogs at the time were run by Raylene Castle, and sadly, she allowed Des to take too great a control and have eyes and influence over everything. I'm sure that she would happily admit that now, right? And at Manly. It was a basket case. Like they, they didn't have CEOs at stages, and Doesn't they didn't have... live over in New York or something. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So, so Manly was a, was a, a, a Des went from at Canterbury where you had absolutely everything in terms of resources to Manly yeah. where things were very thin in terms of what kind of resources and what kind of yeah. uh, things that they could put in place to try and ensure that the team had on-field the- success. Basically, for, for, for the Titans board members and, the, and those people that, that run the club, there's a word that they'll need to introduce to their vocabulary when it comes to dealing with Des Hasler every now and then when, no. he, comes, when he comes with his request. And that word is exactly what James Hooper's just said. No. <laughs> like, I want to do this, 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 and I'm going to think this with the contract, and we're going to... If it doesn't work, no. We're not doing that. We can't. And it's just a simple no. No explanation needed. No, and he has to learn to live with that. Interesting times ahead. We're going to take a break. Sunday Sinbin on Triple M. We're at the Titans and the Broncos, the local derby. Kick-off in a little over an hour. This is Sunday Sinbin on Triple M. Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Triple M footy lives on Leicester. Ready or not. Triple M Sunday Sinbin. You can't stop what I got. Yeah, welcome back to Sunday Sinbin on Triple M. All thanks to the Listener Footy Talk podcast. Gordon Tallis, James Graham, James Hooper, Ben Dobbin with you ahead of kickoff. Titans taking on the Broncos live from Suncorp Stadium. It is now time for this. From the makers of The Earth is Flat and I'm Only Having One Beer comes I Call BS. 
Yep, but I call BS all thanks to Ariat. Like their work boots, Ariat Rebar Work Jeans won't let you down on the tough jobs. Check out the range of Rebar Work Jeans, ariat.com.au. Peter Inman, Terry Donahue, and Co., thank you very much for all your support. Wonderful, wonderful organisation, Ariat. And I'm a proud ambassador and thank them very much for all the kind uh, gear and everything that they give. Did and you say look thank at... for the coin? No, for the gear. Oh, I do think There's no coin. No, no, no. They're, they're good people, proper good people. I call BS and Hoops, I know that. You've, you're, you're with me on this. We t- unpacked last week the bloke who's played in excess of 450 first grade games about complaining about the heat in his coffee that Not it kills, kills the enzymes. <laughs> Just hang on, that it kills the enzymes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I had a couple then, of people message this okay, show okay. and confirm my position. So. Pipe down, Ginger. Now, yeah. listen, we, on Wednesday, I was lucky enough to go to the Lord Alfred Hotel at the top of Caxton yeah. Street. We were working from there and old mate here had a cashy going on and he had a little third party deal with his uh, other podcast, The Buy Round. And I walk in there and I think, oh, here's my, my workmate. And then I sight him in a grey little knitted cardigan. This is the hard man of all. Now, I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry. I but like I, 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 I'm not asking you. Hoops, grow a set, Jammer. I'm serious. Blokes don't wear cardigans. I'm sorry, mate. You know, I give my little twin babies, they're in a cardigan today, thanks to Seat. But you know what? I couldn't believe it and you're proud of it. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? What has happened to the bloke? We all we don't need to bring up the incident, the grand final incident. What's ask, happened to the hard man, James Graham? Can I just ask Terry Donahue to bring out a cardigan at Ariat? And you'll love them. No, I won't. You will think they're the greatest thing no, in the world. No, I wouldn't. Hey, hold no. on, listen. Hey, he's from England. I don't know whether you've been over there. That's how they dress. He don't stock. live in England, Gordon. He's in Australia. He's in Queensland. It's a family heirloom. I actually bought that cardigan in England, <laughs> and I thought it was very fashionable. What happened was, Dobbo... Thanks for the support, Hoops. No, I'm listening. Yeah. I, want to, I want Jimmy <laughs> to respond. Yeah. Yeah, look, like, we, we evolved with the times. and it, I think it was here at this very stadium where you know, I was watching the Brisbane Broncos players warm up and saw Payne Haas, arguably the game's best front rower, arguably one of the best front rowers our game will ever see. He was sporting you know, the, the nice man bag. And I thought maybe it's time That's for me. That's not right. That doesn't make no, it right. No, yeah. I'll, no, I'll, call Sorry, I'll call BS mate, on the man just, bag too. Mate, yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't enjoy the man bag. I don't think I'm ever going to go that far. But I just thought I might just like, you know, just maybe hold, just move slightly in the direction towards this, that. You are so out of touch. Oh, hoops, I'm going to give you one more. Jimmy, James Graham, James yeah. Graham arrives in Brisbane at 10 o'clock today. Mm. I ring Charlie at 10 past 11, our producer, and say, where are you? He said, um, well, Jimmy only go, likes one bagel joint, and this bagel <laughs> joint called Scout, he, when he comes here, he has to have this bagel. I'm like, sorry, what? what, is there no food at an airport? He won't eat the food at the airport. He only eats from this bagel place called Scout. And then, lo and behold, here he comes. It's too hot. The enzymes are getting killed in my oat milk latte. He's now having bagels and he's wearing cardigans. And this is the same bloke. I'm sorry. This is the same bloke. With the Dr. Pepper. That, 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 that fanged a bloke. That, I mean, I'm serious. Like, this is the hard man of all hard men. And which is what we're dealing with now. What has happened? Please go back. Like, did, please go back. Like I've, like I've said, Dobber, like, life's about experience. And, you know, for, for me, a, a meal is an enjoyable experience. I just I, I don't want just some, you know, you know, pre-packed bagel bullshit kind of thing. <laughs> I, I, I want some love going into that. And that cafe in particular, 
they, you know, they, they don't have a sense of urgency when it comes to preparing their food and getting it out the door. But what they do is they save a bloody good bagel. And I tell you what, while I'm in Queensland, I'm going to enjoy that experience. I'm you, not happy you know, about you know, it. You know, one of the, the only downside to it was, well, it, 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 you know, it was it was it was eating into our time that we had available. You were stressing about getting in time for here for the football, uh, the the Footy Talk podcast, which we knocked out of the park in no time whatsoever. You didn't need to stress about that. But what I was planning on doing was bring it was going into to Coles near the stadium and buying you and Gordon a pot noodle. Uh, but, but, but I didn't have the time, unfortunately. We so. don't want one. But that, that is, we don't that, want one. We don't that, want a that, point that, that, that is coming. Dobbo, he's a recently retired athlete, okay? okay so I can understand respect, that, respect. The, that the body is still very much a temple. So I'll, I'll cop the bagel, right? But, mate, that cardigan, Jimmy, in all fairness, <laughs> mate, that should never see the light of day again. That's <laughs> almost as much. bad. That is in the grand final with the pink jacket that Brent Reed wore at Magic Round. It is an absolute Barry Crocker, mate. If I put that to the retired front rowers union, mate, yes. they'd take your tickets. Yes, uh, yes. they it would. They'd like say cosy. Can you admit, please, Gordon Tallis yeah, breaking ball, he got it wrong. He got it wrong, and he doubled down on it. He doubled down on it. I was, if it, if I, I would check the weather forecast for Brisbane today, unfortunately it was too hot because I was, I was ready. <laughs> You're going to try it out again. You're going to try it out again. It was far too warm for me to wear it today. Hoops, do you have an eye called BS, or are you just going to sit on the fence with me for a change? Well, no, you, that was my BS, was Jimmy's cardigan. I put that yeah. on the WhatsApp group during okay. the week. Yeah. Okay, I, here we go. I've got an eye called BS. Yeah, okay. The dead rubber of Origin 3. Why are we playing it? No, I just heard, I just heard Andrew John say on on Channel Nine earlier there is no such thing as a dead rubber. Uh, well, because it is a state of origin game. You are representing your state, you are representing your people. So irrespective well, of the fact that it's already two so zip. You, you lose yeah, the third well, I tell, tell you what, represent them in game one and game two. Because in other sports, these these events don't go ahead. Sorry, in a lot of other sports, when it can be so consequential, so impactful, when you've got every club moaning about, oh, our origin players are coming back injured. I don't like the yeah, training I'm loads that they're doing. Oh, why don't we move it to the end of the season? That's why exactly when we should why, be doing it. Why don't we pause the season? So you've got all these outrageous solutions with... So many consequences down the track. So many different things we have to change. Here's one thing to reduce the injury toll and the impact of state of origin. If a team goes 2-0 up, thank you. No. Series over. What about the 60,000 tickets sold already? Well, what about... Don't buy them until there's a guaranteed game three. Because they don't do it in the NBA. They do it in the Ashes and things like that. seven games. May they play a hundred and something games a year. State of origin, state of origin. I said it 20 years ago and I nearly got hung. For it. Okay, the sponsors well, that put the money in the game, yeah. and I got a phone call from the leading sponsor. Do you want us to keep on putting money in? Do you want to get paid? Yeah, but the, and but I do said, it over two game, do, do it over two games. It's bigger. I, I know it's I know it's big, but then you but but also the game's gotten bigger. So can you? So if you're one of the, the clubs, right? If if we, let's let's say what happened to Turbo happens to a star player in game three. What happens if he goes back for, to his club and? Yeah. Uh, what, what if? What if? What if? Nathan Cleary. What, 
but we're, but we're having a, a, so it's so impactful and so consequential to have a dead rubber and people people will say that of course they'll say oh there's no such thing as a dead rubber or there's always a reason to play for your state well <laughs> there's also a reason to go back to your club and perform as well and if you're so passionate about it turn up in game one and game two get yourself a decider and then we play it yeah but Jimmy well, contractually well, Jimmy, Jimmy, contractually you're right one of the broadcasters pays a hell of a lot yeah. of money right you can to say have that a three imagine. game you can say it's name, Herb, it's to the have, Channel 9 Network. To have it's a the three Channel 9 game series yeah. in the Jewel of the Crown. So you can't yeah. just... And they've already sold 70,000 tickets for the game, but, even uh, though it is, okay. right? The series is already wrapped up. Hey. Happy to have it three game series. Don't anyone ever complain about when the origin is played, players not backing up, players being injured from it. Forget <laughs> it. Forget it. Because yeah. here's a potential solution. Calm down, Ginger. Here's a potential <laughs> solution. That would reduce the impact or the yeah. potential impact and the consequences of state of origin, and people don't want to hear it. So don't come and say anything about moving or D- just stop. Yeah, we don't. I have said it before. No, you have, but you haven't played it. Yeah, but that you doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm still allowed an opinion on this. No, show. not really. Yes, I am. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call I call BS. Triple M Footy. Lives on Listener. Replays, interviews, and the only place to catch every Triple M footy call. Oh, wow. Sunday. So often the day after the night before. A day to lay low, relax, keep out of harm's way. But not here. Rugby League's biggest names get busy right now. Something big is about to go down. This is Triple M's Sunday Sinbin. Welcome back to the Sunday Sinbin. All thanks to the Listener Footy Talk podcast. We are live from Suncorp Stadium ahead of the Broncos taking on the Gold Coast Titans. Dan Ganane will be your caller for that one. A little under an hour from kickoff and so much still to get through on Sunday Sinbin. Uh, let's talk uh, Newcastle Knights. Uh, beaten last night, uh, 20 points to 12. And, boys, you know, the pressure is going to mount. Um, there's no two ways about it. I, I, I'm starting to get concerned about the Knights and, and the longevity of Adam O'Brien. Uh, th- there's no two ways about it. He's fourth year coaching. That roster, we talked about the Titans roster. Well, the roster with the Saifidis, you've got Ponga, Gagai, Jackson Hastings, you've got Frizzell. It, it's a very good roster. And Hoops, they're not getting the job done. And there's only so many times the excuses can come up. And, and don't get me wrong, Adam O'Brien's a, a lovely bloke, but, oh, mate, we're trying, but we're making silly mistakes. The, the Knights... They want to win. They, they, the, the Knights fans demand that. They, they, it's a heartland for rugby league, and there is some pressure going to start to mount. Yeah, look, there's no two ways about it, Dobbo. They've been bitterly disappointing, particularly yesterday, Super Saturday, against the Panthers side who had decided to rest all five of their New South Wales state of origin stars. So, look, I'm with you. I think Adam O'Brien's a great fella, but unfortunately, as we've seen at the Gold Coast Titans uh, and also at the St. George Illawarra Dragons this season, you've got to get results. Newcastle aren't getting them at the moment. The roster is better than the results suggest, and I think for that very reason, um, his position will be scrutinised, and, and he is under pressure at this point in time. Uh, names I've heard mentioned around possible replacements include Michael Maguire, obviously won a premiership at the Bunnies in 2014, uh, and I've also heard 
John Bomber Morris, who's one of the Bunnies' assistant coaches, and, and Mary McGregor's name was mentioned in the paper today uh, as being somebody else who, who Newcastle are looking at. So I think we'd be delusional if we didn't think that certainly the, the powers that be at Newcastle are, uh, are assessing everything at the moment. Yeah, Mary McGregor, to me, makes a lot of sense. And and same with Michael Maguire. Like, that, that senior coaches there, don't they've get me also, wrong. They've also got Brian McDermott there, who's in, the, um, assist, uh, in an assistance role, who's uh, a very decorated English coach, uh, had multiple championships at Leeds. It wouldn't surprise me to to see him uh, have his what, name what, what, in the ring. What do we think is the drama at Newcastle? Uh, I mean... The, like in all serious, Gordy, you, you've you've looked at Newcastle. You looked at the squad. It, it, it's got Origin players littered through it. It's got superstars. That, what, what do you pinpoint as the drama there? Well, they haven't had their best side on the paddock all the time. I think in the halves. I think Cal and Ponga. Are, are, there's no doubt that he's a fullback. I think that yep. you know the the trying to get him to play five eight and run the footy side didn't work. I think that they're lacking lacking a someone that can steer them around the park. I think Hastings has been pretty good for them, but it's just the halves. And their forward pack at times, you know, with Frizzell and all those guys, I don't think that they've laid the platform like the Saifidi boys. Like that, like one of them played Origin and he was outstanding for yeah. 20 minutes. Like, And then they go back to club and they yeah. don't go to that next level. You know, like he doesn't turn into that player. So I... I I think it's a lot of their players aren't playing to their potential. Yeah, well, they they had a game here a number of weeks ago, and they were really impressive. They didn't against get the Brisbane? chocolates that day against Brisbane. Oh, they were very good and that night. Oh, like, you, you, you kick from that, and then they go back to, to to play at home, and they played again against the understrength Roosters team. And you go, like, they, they should have beaten them. They should have beaten the Roosters that day. And really, with the team that was on paper for Penrith, I know Penrith played exceptionally well, and I know they've got great systems and and I know that they completed the first half at 100% but still they should be going there and getting the job done against oh, that, that, a that, team that's so undermanned. If you think that your if your season's on the line you yeah. go and you play against Penrith and you get up on maybe and you can and you can turn it around that it's a lack of respect that they that they're resting all their origin players. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this is a game that that we're going to win and we can rest them because there's bigger fish to fry. Well, that's what I would have been telling yeah. them tonight. What about, what, what do we think of uh, what Christian Walsh, just have a listen to this. This is Christian is Walsh, the Melbourne captain. Um, when he goes to the press conference after they've beaten Manly, uh, if you can hear it, what he had to say about Penrith beating Newcastle. So he said Panthers have had Panthers didn't have anyone. He said, "How the Knights lose? Panthers didn't have anyone." I like that. I, I mean, that shows. Like, I feel a bit sorry for him because yeah. he's just gone into yeah, the private conversation. Yeah, it's yeah. disgusting that that's been released. That that's a private conversation. Hold on, no, hold on. It's, on, not, a private on. it's not a private conversation. The microphones are on. He's sitting at a press conference. God, you two. I mean, <laughs> spoken like players, <laughs> mate. It's a press conference. The microphones are on. Yeah. Shut your mouth if you don't want it said and you don't want to hear it. Can you turn your mic on? No, because people want to hear what I have to say. I'm the voice of the silent majority. I'm the voice of the silent majority, mate. I represent the fans. You out of touch, Galoose. Hey, hey. No, you I don't. You Galoose, don't represent the, the St. George fans. You, 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 can don't, I just talk you don't represent the St. George fans, now, my friend. Hey, hey, I like can it. It. Did you just call him Galoofs? 
Yes. That's it. Oh, we've got another Eastern Seabird. Seabird. Galoot. Now, now listen. Galoot, you mate, pelican. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just talk to you Can both? Can we put all these out and just come up with shirts? Like, do you know what? Actually, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ring my mates, right? Well, uh, I don't know who they are. A country trucker caps, right? Okay. Oh, here we go. And then we are wearing get... the Raging Bull country truckers caps today. And um, yeah, the new Raging Bull limited edition country truckers caps. And I think you've got one. Yes, I think we've got one for the great Dan Ganae. We'll get one here. And just walk into the box. To get an Eastern Sea. <laughs> I'm happy. If there's an urn in it, I'm more than happy. No, I'm more than happy. I'm more than happy. I'm more than happy. I'm more than happy. We can donate the money to charity. Uh, James Hooper and myself have both made a formal apology to Parramatta because we were wrong in what we said. Hold on, hold yeah, on. You Mate, you've no, made a formal no, apology. You no, were. Well, you need to as well because no. they've won five in a row and they are very clinical, very clinical how they were. Um, and I think they're a top eight side now. They might even be a top <laughs> oh eight. I think God. they're a top eight team. Oh I think they'll make the top eight. And I I'd really always thought that. I just tried to say it to no, inspire No, you them. dragged um, me <laughs> into putting the red pen through them about no, oh, a month yeah, ago. You on. said, mate, I you need you to come with me on this. No, come with me. What I will do, I will stick solid, unlike you, right? So I will say. You say they're done. No, I'm not saying, right? What I'm saying is hats off to them. They've looked outstanding the last five weeks, okay? But they're yet to qualify for the finals. And until they get there, I'm not backing down. Oh, well, you are as silly as you look. Okay, we're going to take a break. Sunday, Sinbin, come back. Still not far away from kickoff. Tino is out. We'll unpack that. He's out of today's match against the Broncos. It's the Titans taking on the Broncos. This is Sunday, Sinbin on Triple M. Triple M, Sunday, Sinbin. (laughs) Triple M footy lives on Leicester. Ready or not. Triple M, Sunday, Sinbin. You can't stop what I got. Welcome back to Sunday Sinbin. All thanks to the Listener Footy Talk podcast. Footy Talk, your daily source of all things NRL, bringing you the latest news, interviews, expert analysis and better from the world of rugby league. James Super, James Graham, Gordon Tallis, Ben Dobbin. Kick off not far away. We will preview the Titans taking on the Brisbane Broncos live from Suncorp Stadium. Expecting a big crowd in excess of 43,000 people. Uh, Sunday afternoon, bathing in sunshine. It? Oh, it doesn't get any better than here. It is now time for the Mitsubishi t- Tritons toughest player. Thanks to Mitsubishi Triton. Nothing could frighten a Triton. James Graham, your toughest player for the round of 17. Yeah, the uh, toughest player this week, uh, thanks to Mitsubishi Triton, uh, goes to the man of the match in uh, Wednesday night's State of Origin game, Lindsay Collins. I thought he was absolutely unbelievable, outstanding. Um, his attention to detail, his ability to manage little moments that have such a, a big impact on the team. I've watched him... Um, Quite closely, when he plays for the Roosters, he is always chasing back, always putting himself in positions to make plays happen, and that's exactly what he did on Wednesday night, and it was great to see him get the rewards for just the amount of hard work and putting himself, like I say, in positions to make plays. That where he sort of scooped the ball up off the with with his fingertips, that doesn't happen by accident. Like that's a that that's hours and hours of repetition and practice of being, you know, just in case. That, that's that, that 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 that's practice on just in case, just in case I'm ever needed to to, to grab a ball like that. He was he was sensational, and I think uh, it was great to see him rewarded with a man of the match medal. He was outstanding, and he he, I mean, game one we thought wow, then game two, like we, we saw his hands, his footwork. That I mean, what your favourite part of it all 
jammer, I would think, that when he comes on and he smokes Luai in that one-on-one clean shot. I mean, a- as a front rower, you know, you just go... Well, Luai's one of the hardest players to get a hold of because <laughs> of his because of his dancing feet. You can say whatever you want about him, but he's, he's very elusive, very deceptive. You know, you've got to time your tackle to... to you know, to perfection to, to get a shot on him to even get hold of him and the way he just got underneath the ball and then slammed him into the ground and forced the air it was sensational yeah what a, what, what a series he's had you yeah. know what and he started the season great for the for the Roosters as well like he's been the shining light for the Roosters and then he's carried into Origin what a series what a player and a big guy normally big guys in Origin mate they can get lost out there because it's just so fast but just just getting to the moments, like his footy intelligence he's, he's, is really high re- as well. Well, it, it is f- football intelligence and fitness level. When you marry yeah. those two together, it, it makes for a special player. Jimmy, can I ask, with the Mitsubishi Titans, toughest oh, – geez, that's impossible yeah, to say. How do you say that? Mitsubishi Titan, toughest player. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a tongue twister. It is. Like talking on the water with a mouthful of marbles. Uh, Jimmy, with the <laughs> toughest player, do, do wingers or, or – Fullbacks ever get much of a, a look in? Yeah, oh. I, I think we try are, not are you, to. Are you? Are you record? Have you been recording these players? I have. Uh, you have. There's a lot of front rowers. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of forwards. Well, no, no, I was just looking at Xavier Coates. I thought it was outstanding Wednesday night. And then last yeah. night for Melbourne, some of those tries that he scored, and you can put Dylan Edwards in uh, a, a oh, similar Dylan category as well. Like last oh. night, it was build that game. Penrith versus Newcastle about the battle of the fullbacks. And when you look at the fact, Kalen Pong is on one and a half million dollars a season. And I think Dylan Edwards must only be on about five or six hundred. I know who's getting better value for their money. We've got to start, mate. We've got to start giving these players like an award. I'm going to get a cardigan. I'm going to go to somewhere in a rag trade. <laughs> I'm going to get a sponsor. We're going to get some cardigans. No, we're and not. you win no, the toughest not. player with a cardigan. Absolutely, oh, mate. Great. I've got some friends around. Mate, I'll get some, mate, mate, there will be a clothing company that would like to give us some cardigans made up. Oh, I won't yeah. be wearing Surely, be surely wearing no, be, no, because it's going to say the toughest man. Of course you're not going to get one. Mate, it's got to be a performance, I, a tough performance. Well, you don't think I've had tough performances in my time? No, not really. You know that I have. You know Wait, that I was Just getting out of bed is you a tough I, performance for you. You know I was... <laughs> you know I was just revered in, in the Northern Territory. Just imagine him trying to get out of the old-fashioned war. Laugh as much... Laugh as much as you want, but no, I was known to fight like a bag of feral cats in the Northern yeah. Territory. That's well. how good I was. <laughs> in, well. the, well, in the private school halls of Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen here, Ginger. I, really ch- I challenge you to go just, up to where I've been in the Territory. Over, just over the last cupcake, <laughs> don't you? Watch him. Here he comes. Yeah. Watch him. The listen, feral cat. <laughs> I could fight, I, and you know, Gordy, I could get really go with the best of them. You know, And there, a lot of blokes came off second best up there. Yeah. You know, It's like time. the old line in the Simpsons he's a hungry fighter in fact he's fighting for a sandwich Ben Dobbin <laughs> you think that's funny do you I don't think that's funny you need some new material Ginger um, oh. anyway um, oh, <laughs> got, God when we mate, w- mate you're just so lucky you got so many chins because you put them out every Sunday for oh, us oh here we go here we go I mean <laughs> sorry you you are not by any means in any shape to be saying that you are a well drilled athlete and as for you, Hooper, just taking photos of my stomach, I saw you do it. Well, <laughs> mate, you put it, you, no, you put yeah, it right it in front funny. of my face. He's, what did you want me to do? He's just taking okay. a photo of my stomach. Well, can I say, <laughs> right? Yeah, this come sh- November 4 when I'm doing Noosa Triathlon, and you blokes, I'd like the three of you as my support crew to come up. I, yeah, that's what mate, I'm asking you. Mate, I'm there, and okay. I'm going to give you a water bottle with beer in it. 
I don't want that. I don't want that. I'd like you, Gemma, to come and eat your humble words after I complete because I'll be ringing, giving you the seabird as I go over hey, the line. That's what I'll be do doing. You know what, mate? So, like, when you stood upright and, like, just say your stomach, I, I seriously thought you had a skin coloured, like, bum bag on. That's how much was hanging there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I, I missed the photo, Dubbo, all right? You, you set it up for me, but I wasn't quick enough on the draw, unfortunately. Now, with this triathlon, can we just go over again the course distance, please? Is it a yeah. full triathlon? 1,500 swim, 40K bike ride, and a 10K run. 40K bike ride. Yeah, yeah I, That's you know easy. what? I reckon he, yeah. I, I reckon he that. might just get, get I can do that. Have now, you been can I just say this bikes? now? Can Have I you just, had your bike reinforced? Can I just say this now? Where's the swim? I, I, where's I just the want fi- to say this where's now. Where's the 1,500 metre swim? At Noosa. What, Whereabouts? Open ocean, water? Open water. Yeah, it's all right. That's so open water. It's the, run, it's, the run, it's the run issue. Look, the swim and the bike I can do. Can you right? It's the so run. The run, the run could be an issue, but I'm working through it. Can I just say this now, though? I expect a little bit of loyalty between the four of us. You know, I know we have fun. It was brought to my attention this week that a member of this group has been going outside this trying to stitch me up. He has been ringing the powers to be, you and Giles, about the Las Vegas trip when I've told you that I'm in charge of who will be going to Las Vegas. Now, James Hooper, this is where you think you're smart. The people who you are ringing are ringing me saying that Hoops is trying a stealth attack on me. No, that no. is true. I'll put the hand true. up here, Dobbo. Yeah, yeah, I did yeah. speak Extend to Ewan, right? Yes, I did speak you. to Ewan yes, because you. you stitched us up no, a couple no of weeks ago, up. right? That and was, it was a legitimate a, no, no, call. And it was a fair was a square, good band of stitch up, right? Yep. <laughs> we had a good giggle. It was a lot of fun. And I just thought, okay, we'll, we'll go for a little bit of the art of uh, stealth here and yep. we'll try and score one back. But Ewan, right, I would have thought Ewan was a little bit more solid than that. I'm tipping no. you've somehow wide-ended it out of him. I don't know <laughs> no, how, no. but no, you've no, somehow no. reverse-engineered it and got it I'm out of him. I'm the one in charge of who's the selection. Oh, and please. that's what you don't hey, right. Two things. Behave you'll yourself or you won't be going to Las Vegas. Behave please. yourself, Gordon, or you're not coming. And you, mate, mate, he told, he told me you were flat out. I even know when the dates are on. Hey, behave yourself or you won't be on the flight. We're going to take a he told me you were flat out on the plane. Flat out. Enough from you, Wadet. Sunday Sinbin on Triple M. Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Triple M footy lives on Leicester. Ready or not. Triple M Sunday Sinbin. You can't stop what I got. Oh, those vocals, Gordon Tallis. This is Sunday Sinbin, live from Suncorp Stadium. Both sides are preparing out on the field at the moment. Broncos take on the Titans. Dan Ganane will be your caller, and uh, we will have that game very shortly. Sunday Sinbin, all thanks to listen to Footy Talk Podcast. James Graham, James Hooper, Gordon Tallis. We're going to preview this game, but before, it just has brought to my attention, and Hoops, I don't know if you were aware of this either, that on Thursday after Origin, there were reports of one Gordon Tallis in an embrace with the CEO of the West Tigers in Justin Pascoe at the airport. Now, really? this is a bloke, this is a bloke wow. who's been very critical at times. Wow. You, hold, on, hold on, the, hold on. Describe the final well, embrace. Well, I was, it was made clear, it was made clear by our great producer and uh, boss of NRL, Chicka White, who said, very interesting that Gordon Tallis is in an embrace cuddling at the airport with Justin Pascoe. True or false, my friend? Ask the bloke that tweeted it. No. Well, I'm, I've asked Charlie what? False. <laughs> well, why False. would he do that? Why because would we just wanted to get you with a bit of fake news <laughs> to, see where it says, to see who the true white ant was. No, no. It was on the group chat, mate. What? 
Did you do that? Is that fake? <laughs> oh, you can't do it. You're a moron. You're a moron. You're a moron. And you know what? You just got set up. No, I did not. No, I did not get set up. Because did you not speak to Justin Pascoe? Yes, I did speak yeah. to him. I said, G'day, how you going, mate? Yeah. There was well, no embrace. Very... Embrace no. is a massive... That's my a fabrication. Yeah. That's my completely false. That. My mail is that. So Your I'm, mail? I, I've, I've had that. And Pascoe was helping Gordy with his bags. Yeah, what's the go with that? No, he wasn't helping me with that. <laughs> no, no, I want to know about the backpack with his name on it. I mean, seriously, I saw the photo... I've never known a CEO to have his photo with his with his name on the back of a back. That's it, mate. That's what happens when you're in a team, Dobbo, right? He's not in a team. So, He's the CEO of a football club. So, He's not in the team, Gordon. So our Vegas trip already, right? Like yes. Like our Vegas group chat that you're it's not on. It's going to have Dominator. Dominator's going to be on my back. Okay. So we've already got our <laughs> Vegas group chat, right? And just because you're not on it, I'm getting us all this stuff. Yeah, good on you. Like, good on you. Up. Get yourself okay. a cardigan as well while you're there. Now, listen, let's, <laughs> let's have a look, at, let's have a look at this game. What, what seat number are you? I think I'm... One B. Are you one? I think Talos was one A. I'm one B. I saw that. You've got me in 27 D. That was a really well, funny I joke. I thought it was 68 D actually, and, and, it, and it had an asterisk on it too. Yeah. And you know, a, maybe a belt extension. Like that one when you bring your. Oh. You idiots. Can we preview this game, please? Uh, oh, the Titans Jesus. taking on Brisbane. Um, an important game for both. Holbrook sacked. The, the, all the talk is that Ben Hunt will be at the Titans in 2024. No Tino today. He is out of this. Hold on, 2024. Ben Hunt to the Titans Gold in 2024. Coast, yes. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Um, so the Titans are on notice. I mean, you, Des Hasler would be watching tonight, today. There's no two ways about it. And I don't think it's bounce back, but. I, I, I do suggest that, you know, in a lot of ways, the Titans need to win this game. It, yeah, it, it's a huge, huge the, game for, the, their, for their season. They, they can't afford to go to a 6-8 and eight record. They don't have it in them to, to come back from a 6-8 and eight record. If they can win today and get a 7-7 seven and seven record, they're, they're a chance to play play in September. But if they go to 6-8, and eight, they, they don't make finals. So this is a, this is a big game for the, the Titans after the... You know, the, the, the news that's broke this week, it, it's going to be a difficult group to manage anyway. And then with their star man, their, their inspirational leader, Big Tino Fa'asu Malawi, late ruling out. Um, it's, it's going to be a monumental task. But it's a great conditions for fast-flowing football. Brisbane, in form, can throw the ball around. I, uh, I worry about the, the scoreboard ticking over today. Oh, I think it'll be a cracking game, Jimmy, but you're right in relation to Tino. That that really worries yeah. me. Uh, I gave the Gold Coast a genuine chance. Given everything that had happened during the week, often you see when big decisions like this are made, you can get a response out of a footy side, but I do worry with no Tino up against that Brisbane pack with their State of Origin players backing up and Adam Reynolds and Ezra Mam calling the shots. Reese Walsh at the back. Uh, I think that Brisbane should win. I don't know. How, I don't know whether it's comfortably or or whether the Gold Coast hold their gloves up. But uh, yeah, I, I think the Broncos should be winning. Yeah, uh, there wouldn't be a Queensland team that doesn't play against Brisbane and play their best. You know, what I mean, it's sort of marked off. I reckon to be marked off on the calendar. You know, Brisbane are the biggest brother. Um, they are the big brother in Queensland and the Titans. Uh, there's a rivalry, and if they don't bring out the best in them, normally when a coach moves on. They're all accountable now, aren't they? Yeah. You know I mean? Like, normally there's that, you know, that bounce-back factor where, you know, you think that the Titans would have a real crack today. And hopefully they do defensively just for all their fans. Yeah, and and 
I think they turn up. But Brisbane, where do we think Brisbane are at? I know they're leading the competition. Are they the favourites now, Hoops? Do you believe that Brisbane... I mean, I've seen Penrith win without five of their origin stars in O'Cleary. I've seen Parramatta or South Sydney. But are Brisbane the genuine genuine front runners in this competition? I think they're in the top echelon. I'm not saying they're genuine front runners. I think a little bit will depend on what happens in the next 24 to 48 hours in relation to Ben Hunt. If they can somehow secure Ben Hunt for the remainder of this season, then I think that absolutely probably makes them outright competition favourites. But I do still think the reigning premiers, Penrith, they were super impressive last night. You can throw the Melbourne Storm into the same mix as well. And South Sydney, even though they have been poor over the course of the last month. I think once they get Luttrell back down the track, he, he still won't be right, uh, we don't believe, till about round 21. Uh, but once they get Luttrell back into that team, then I still think the Bunnies can go on a run. Yeah, there's no two ways about that as well. I think, that, yeah, a very good side. Um, I, I think I think now where, where the Broncos are at, we know they can score points. They, they've just got to defend. They, they've got to pra- keep working on their defence. Panamath Panthers, that's been the standout of their season is they've built everything through defence. They, they, they're so hard to break down. I think this Brisbane team can fall into a bit of a trap of, you know, Bit put, you, you score 20, Will score 30. You know, I'd, I'd like to see the Brisbane Broncos just have some clean sheets and, and take uh, a bit more emphasis on, on, on defence. That that's what's gonna that's got well, that's what's gonna win them big games come come September when undoubtedly they'll be there. They we know they can score points, but it's just about their their attitude defensively. That's gonna be the difference for them. I'm of the opinion of. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens, uh, obviously, today. Ben Hunt, I mean, in all seriousness, does he make that big a difference? This well, Hooper's trying to take photos of my stomach. You're a sicko, mate. I'm well, telling you, you now. Well, you up again. Yeah, well, you mate, keep putting you know it in what? my face, mate. You're a sicko. You're a sicko. And you need to get a life. I mean that no, really. But, like, can we just give, like, our listeners, like, a shot of it? No. Why not? It's no. part of the show, right? So this is, is there part a of pillow the under there? What's under that flannel? I know. The old skin, you know what? The old I've been very kind to you for a long time. I've it been very like kind to you. And it's I've been rock solid loyal with you. And I've got to tell you, you know, he rings me up on Wednesday and calls me, a, Wednesday night calls me a Queensland blow-in. That's what he said. You're a Queensland blow-in. Well, well you are, are, mate. No, you're not, not no, from not. up there. You're from, no. You were born down here. Oh, there's Greg Inglis. Oh, there's Greg Inglis. You remember that name? <laughs> yeah, it's a you bad example. Yeah. No, well, not, it's a very true example. Yourself, do not put yourself in his category. <laughs> what do you mean? Please. Please. You didn't just put <laughs> Ben Robbins' name. I'm sorry. Inside. He was born in Kempsey. <laughs> and I was born, not, not in Kempsey, but he was born in <laughs> New South Wales. Yeah, that's cool. And then he played for Queensland. Uh, <laughs> I've represented Queensland before. I've represented Queensland. When? 2000, I represented Queensland at the Auctioneers, National Auctioneer Competition <laughs> at the Royal Sydney <laughs> Show. And that, is, and that when, is a representative of Queensland. Oh, we were going to say at the Ipswich Dog Show. At the Ipswich Dog Show, they had a pie-eating competition <laughs> next yeah. door, and you went to it. You know I was Queensland, Queensland Auctioneer of the Year, and that is a true story. So yeah. then, and you know what? I don't care. I don't care what you say. What about old mate here? Let's turn it on him. Well, no, no. Well, what, what, he doesn't what do you mean? say. He doesn't yes, say. Yes, that he does. He's like, I would never. He supports. He does 
Wales. He, he does not the other come day. to our country and go, I'm going to go for Australia now. Jeez, I hope we win No, 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 he goes for New South Wales. No, no. He goes for New South Wales. But he can because he's from England, but he doesn't no, he go can't. against he doesn't go uh, against England in the Ashes. I would, I, I, I would prefer New South Wales to win, but I enjoy the game. If Queen, when Queensland win, I'm not gutted. I'm not devastated. I'm just enjoying the, enjoying the game. Yeah, well, I don't know if you necessarily enjoy the game. Um, <laughs> hey, we've just got we've, <laughs> we've just had little Billy Walters, uh, Billy Walters, Billy Tallis come in here. He's just been he got Kodaggin out of the room. <laughs> Poor little bugger. He called me Dumbo this well, morning. Well, he no, called no, me Dumbo. Well, this is what he's done. He's trained no. his son to call me Dumbo. No, and he, that's what he. Ewan, Ewan is just he's going to be the new host. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming in early. He's doing the Ben Hunt on you. <laughs> I don't know why I put myself through this every week. I really don't. But you're all on notice, and I can tell you that now. And I've told you this. In all seriousness, Brisbane get the job done today. They yes, take on they the Dolphins should. next week. You, the, the, you would expect These today. are the games, right? So when you talk about being being at their best and now go, they need to come and do a real job on this side, just come out. And just rip right through uh, the middle. And, and, and concentrate. Do a job. And yeah. concentrate and for 80, 80 minutes. minutes. Concentrate for 80 minutes. Gordon, you know what it's like when you're in these type of games and you think, uh, what, what are they going to dish up? It's a fast track. But if the Broncos can practice concentrating now for 80 minutes, regardless of what happens, that's what's going to stand them yeah. instead for September, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We might have a, he might be back again, is he? No, he's not. He's not. We're not he's not allowed in here. Um, come in here, Dan. Dan Gennade will be calling the game. He's going to sit in here. Now, I know that... The, if you ever want a supporter, uh, there's been no bigger supporter of myself than Dan Ganane, and he will rightly so. <laughs> now, now, in the spirit, I, I walked in here half an hour ago. How are you, boys? Yeah, very good. Right. Hell, it's good yeah, to be in yeah, Brisbane. 25 yeah. degrees. How, how good, good is it? How yeah. good is this? Um, in the spirit of revealing what we've spoken to you and about, I have graciously offered... Uh, if he needs a host for the Sunday show, well, that, save money. That, yeah, yeah, that, well, you know, you won't be doing that. The, you won't the, be trying to the, white out that well, one. Well, the assumption, <laughs> I'm going to be there calling. Yeah, so I yeah. said to him, look, if you need to save money, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to host. I'm happy to put in an extra Can couple of hours. somebody turn his mic off now, please? We don't need him. So we don't pretty need. What about, what about he's also, you've also supportive of the cardigan. He's, he's another one that's supportive of the cardigan. Hoops, please tell me that you're with me on the cardigan. I'm with you on the cardigan, mate. I'll back you up on the cardigan. Well, I haven't seen. I haven't seen the James Graham cardigan. I, I, I mean, a cardigan you. can take on many different forms. Mm. Well, this one doesn't. I can tell you now. This one's bad um, taste. This, this one's a bad taste, and it's no. I'm okay with this. See, I, thank look, you. look, look. Thank I you. think you know. What do they say? Real men can wear pink. I think real yeah. men can wear a cardigan. That, mm. I don't think he can. I don't think. I don't think that that is in any way whatsoever. I think that's a man very comfortable in his manhood, Dobbo. Yeah, well, maybe. Who do you like, Danny, this afternoon? <laughs> oh, Brisbane win by forty. I mean, I mean, what about what about the Queensland blokes with their caxtonitis? So Tino's the latest one. Yeah, I mean, got... Cam Munster had, was crook. Please, mate, please, just... Cam Munster. Yeah, he was crook after the game. Yeah, mate, was was he in the coach's box in a mask? <laughs> Wearing a, wearing a mask. Yeah, like, mask. Yeah. Ma- last night. Last yeah. night. What 
was Bob Geldof no. doing there? We oh. don't know why Sir Bob Geldof was at the game. We actually don't know why they, he was. They've popped in my ear, Dan, uh, but we're about to show Bob Geldof. <laughs> I'm like, See, why? No, you got the wrong feed. <laughs> why? No, he's, apparently he's got some rebel radio yeah, station yeah, he's got down a radio there. station that he's a part of. Yeah, he good luck. Down there that, that's a growing industry radio. Yeah, good, yeah. Luck. <laughs> good luck, Sir Bob. <laughs> so. you, like, you like Brisbane this afternoon? Oh, mate, they, they, honestly, in the afternoon, Reese Walsh might have an absolute picnic this afternoon. No, no Tino as well, a huge out. That's a big out for him. But, you, you know, you might be right. He might be a bit dusty. Considering we saw the videos of Alan Langer standing there at 4.30 <laughs> in the morning chanting six more songs to the security guards before they turfed them out, and every single one of the players was there. How one, good, sir. That, I love that. Handy. I love that more than anything. Yeah, yeah. You got to enjoy your wins, honestly. Yeah. I, I look. Listen, I know you might be have the poo-poos if you know your club. It sort of suffers a bit. But on a, what's the point of playing yeah. if, you, if you're not in, and, and to particularly to win a series in your home city? You've got, you got to enjoy you, it. I, I, and I also, ask, you know what else it does? It shows that rugby league players, really, that they're just normal knockabout people that you can go to the, the pub that, where the yeah. fa- fans are there and no, stay till all hours in the morning. It's something that, unfortunately, I think we, we are moving away from. But I just think that's great that you celebrate in, in a local pub that every all the punters go to till all hours in the morning because it shows... That, that you're a real person. Just quickly, the Ben Hunt saga. We've only yes. got a minute before we have to go to the newsroom. But uh, uh, the system's yeah. broken, Dobbo. Yeah. And you know what? I don't think the NRL has any desire to fix it. No, I think I they see it. a back page story like this is a positive. Yep. The only negative headlines they see are the Jack DeBellin type stories. That, 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 they see that as negative, obviously. But this stuff is grist for the mill. And I think they have no... They've already said we're taking it out of the uh, collective bargaining talks to have a transfer window. They don't care. No. They're, they're happy for... It's a joke. It is a disgrace, but I don't blame Ben Hunt because the system allows for it. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be talking about that. Get your, get your stomach out of my face. Um, look, the game, the kickoff, Broncos taking on the Titans very, very shortly, not far away. James Graham, James Super, Gordon Tallison, Ben Dobbin, Dan Ganane will be your call after the break. This is the Sunday Sinbin. Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water.